This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Martin Gabor. And I'm Lucy Watkin. It's Wednesday, the 22nd of June. In your sport today, the Pies punish their players. Sri Lanka puts Australia in a spin. Lauren Jackson is back. And the eating machine putting Australia on the map. This is your sport today. We start with Aussie rules today because Collingwood, they have handed down sanctions to three players for inappropriate behaviour. Blues, let's start with their star midfielder, Jordan Dugowie, who is in hot water for the second time in 12 months. Yeah, so the context here is that Dugowie went to Bali for a few days during the Magpies bye week, which was okayed by the club. But while he was over there, he was filmed at a nightclub behaving inappropriately towards women and grabbing their clothing. The woman in the video said she's got no problems with what Dugowie did, but Collingwood does have a problem. Collingwood CEO Mark Anderson said that behaviour is not acceptable. Dugowie has been fined $25,000 but won't have to pay it if he behaves for the rest of the year. He'll also undergo further counselling on top of the counselling he's been doing since he was arrested in New York City last October. Yep, so Dugowie has apologised and says he's betrayed the club's trust with what he's done. And Lucy could have a big impact on his future at the Pies because it's been reported that a two-year deal worth around $1.6 million has been taken off the table. Now, Dugowie wasn't the only magpie saying sorry yesterday. Luce, two other young stars have apologised over a TikTok video. Jack Ginevan and Isaac Quainer have apologised for posting a video of them rating imaginary women out of 10 on Monday night. Quainer said they weren't thinking about what they were posting and they've come to realise that it's not acceptable and that behaviour doesn't align with their values. Collingwood hasn't fined or suspended either player, but the club says both players will undertake further education about social media. Yeah, well, let's see how the Pies play with all this distraction this weekend when they host the GWS Giants at the MCG on Sunday. We're heading to Sri Lanka now because Australia has lost their one-day series in an absolute thriller this morning. It literally came down to the last ball with the Aussies needing a six to win, but they didn't get it loose. That means Sri Lanka are up 3-1. And that's enough to win the series with a game to spare. It's a massive result for Sri Lanka, and it's the first time they've won an ODI series at home against Australia since 1992. The host scored 258 thanks to a century from Charif Azalanka, but he could have been out for one when the ball hit the stumps, but the bails stayed on early in his innings. The Aussies looked to be cruising in the run chase until David Warner got out for 99 as they lost three wickets for three runs to Sri Lanka's spinners. Matthew Kuhneman needed to hit a four off the final ball to force a tie, but he was caught by Azalanka. Yeah, that man again. Now, fair to say the home fans were pretty excited after that one. Now, there is one more ODI on Friday, and then the test series starts next week. I've put a link to the highlights in the episode notes if you want to see how this one went down. 
If you tuned in yesterday, then you would have heard the news that swimming's governing body has decided to ban transgender athletes from competing in women's events unless they started to transition before they turned 12. Well, Luce, there's been an update with another sport joining in. Yeah, International Rugby League has also decided to ban transgender women from matches after an announcement came through yesterday morning. This is really important timing because it means transgender players won't be allowed to compete at the Rugby League World Cup, which is going to be held this year in England. The International Rugby League says they'll do more research on the issue, but decided to make the call now so they could avoid any potential welfare, legal and reputational risk. Yeah, well, the IRL, they want to work with the World Cup teams later in the year to try to come up with a trans women policy by 2023. Now, this is a big issue in sport, so expect to hear a lot more from other organisations in the coming days. Wimbledon just got a whole lot better because the special case, they are back loose. I'm not talking about cereal. I'm, of course, <laughs> talking about the doubles team of Nick Kyrgios and Tanasi Kokonakis. Luz, who could forget what they did in Melbourne earlier this year? Who could forget the special K train rolling through Melbourne Park <laughs> earlier this year? And we haven't really seen them together since they won the Australian Open earlier this year. Actually, Wimbledon will just be their fourth tournament together where they'll be the 11th seeds. Kyrgios and Kokonakis are ranked sixth in men's doubles and last played together in the semi of the Miami Open. Kokonakis did team up with Alexander Bublik at the French Open, but they were knocked out in the third round. Yeah, I cannot wait for this one. I don't know how the London crowd's going to react to their antics, but we'll (laughs) find out next week when Wimbledon starts. Now, that brings us to today's trivia question brought to you by the Sportsmate mobile app. When did the Special Ks win the Junior Boys Doubles title at Wimbledon? Got a clue for us, Luce? Well, it happened within the last 10 years. All right, the last 10 years. Good clue. We'll have the answer at the end of the show. Some big basketball news came through last night. Lauren Jackson, the Opals legend, Hall of Famer, and widely regarded as Australia's greatest basketballer. She is coming at a retirement to play for the Aussies in the World Cup in Sydney later this year. It's been a while since we've seen her in national colours. Jackson hasn't played for Australia since 2013 and retired from elite basketball in 2016 at the age of 34, mainly due to reoccurring knee injuries. She's spoken about how medicinal cannabis has helped her with chronic pain. And in February this year, she returned to basketball for her hometown side, Albi Rodonga, in the second tier NBL1 East League so her kids could get a chance to see her play. She didn't rule out an Opal's comeback then, and after starring and passing fitness tests from the Aussie squad, Jackson, at the age of 41 years old, accepted a spot in the Opal squad for the World Cup in October. I'm 32 and she is putting me to shame. What a comeback. (laughs) Now, Jackson says she's a little bit scared but excited and says her size, height and experience will be invaluable in terms of leadership. We'll see how she fares soon with the Opals starting their World Cup in exactly three months against France. 
The 4th of July is a big day in the United States. Not only is it Independence Day, but it's also the Nathan's famous 4th of July International Hot Dog Eating Contest. That is an absolute mouthful, literally. (laughs) And for the first time ever, there's going to be an Aussie. Yeah, there sure is. James Webb from Balcom Hills in Western Sydney won the Almeida County Fair Hot Dog Eating Contest in California to qualify for the main event in a couple of weeks. Webb ate 41 and a half hot dogs in 10 minutes, a massive 13 more than second place. But if that sounds big, the world record is a ridiculous 76 hot dogs in 10 minutes by human hot dog eating machine, (laughs) Joey Chestnut, who is the holder of the mustard belt as the reigning champion. But according to his Instagram page, Webb is Australia's number one ranked competitive eater, So we're all right behind him. Yeah, look, I reckon I can eat some pretty big meals, but this guy absolutely puts me to shame (laughs) and I'm a little bit embarrassed. I had a look at his Insta page and he really can eat some massive meals. I'm talking burgers bigger than my head. I've actually put a link to his Instagram page in the show notes. All right, it's time for Catch This. So we tell you what's caught our eye or what's coming up and loose. It was a big morning in the pool at the World Championships. Massive morning in the pool. Australia, they've come second in at the 4 by 100 metre mixed relay. The US won the gold in that event. I think this is my favourite swimming event. I absolutely loved it at Tokyo. And Molly O'Callaghan, the Aussie swimmer, she grabbed silver in the 200-metre freestyle as well this morning. Okay, let's get back to today's trivia question brought to you by the Sportsmate mobile app. And today I asked, in what year did Nick Kyrgios and Tanasi Kokonakis, the special Ks, when did they win the junior boys' doubles title at Wimbledon? Luce, what's the answer? Well, I said it was in the last 10 years and it was the earlier part of last decade in 2013. Yeah, you weren't lying. 2013, indeed, they won that one in straight sets. Okay, that is us done for the day. Luce, you're going to be back tomorrow with Sam. I'm off until Monday. Have a great day. 